0: Hi, I am your host, Leonette Tally, and you are listening to Virago 24-7. Virago is Latin for female warrior, and 24-7 is for all day, every day. Virago 24-7 is a weekly podcast that brings diverse women together to talk about life and our experiences in this world. We share our views on self-love, mental health, marriage, children, friendships, and really anything that needs to be talked about. Here, you will find everyday growth, everyday healing with everyday warriors hello beautiful people
1: <laughs> oh my goodness okay
0: you're <laughs> That's oh, scary, I wish I wish we had a camera on your face. You weren't ready for that. You weren't ready for this. You all ready no, for this? I didn't, this? Th- I didn't dun, know you were going to break dun, out the song. Dun, 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 dun. Hey, you got to stay. This is how I keep you on your tippy toes. Uh, always. Always just, what she going to do? What's she going to say? What are we going to do? You're fun with me. I do, baby. I'm crazy.
1: Yes, you are. And. Everybody's a little crazy, some more than others. But. You are know. you pointing important to you to me. yes yes some more than
0: others all right let me start this supper hello beautiful people <laughs> your face every time how's it going hope 2023 has been treating you well okay god did not give me the gift of song but he did give me the gift of performance so i will take that and i know in heaven i will sound like a beautiful angel or maybe you won't sing i will I've already asked them to make me a beautiful songstress when I'm up there or down there, wherever heaven is. I mean, we say heaven is up and hell is down, but is it really? Nobody really knows where, where they are. Anyways. Hey, Philip. Hello, lover. Until I get my lady friends to come on and talk to me on Virago 24 seven, you're, you're stuck coming on and talking to me. It's either that or I talk to myself. You can which that too, which is always fun, but you know, it's always nice talking to a fellow human.
1: <laughs> a fellow. <laughs> I was going to say you're a wonderful husband.
0: No, a fellow human. A fellow human. You're a fellow human. Okay. So until so my lady, my lady friends want to come on to which the they podcast,
1: will. they will.
0: They will. It's a, it's, it's. You know, what? we've all been very busy. Things have been going on, and I know I'll get them back on with me to chit chat. I'm just glad
1: you didn't make assumptions.
0: No, I don't assume. That's good. Which is why we're here to talk about assumptions. Look at you—you you could be a podcaster too, Philip. No. Look at how you just led into that. We've been talking about the Four Agreements, which is a book by Philip. You, you missed up. You met, You missed your cue. Well, you're covering his name, Miguel. Oh, Don Miguel Ruiz.
1: That's why I didn't want to say it.
0: For you, Americanos, it's Don Miguel Ruiz. Ruiz. I I think that's how you would pronounce it. How would
1: you really say it?
0: Don Miguel Ruiz. Okay. Don Miguel Ruiz. Nice. Or Don Miguel Ruiz. Anyways, we are here to talk about, hello, as I hit the microphone, the third agreement.
1: Which is don't make
0: assumptions don't assume because you'll make an ass out of you and me I love that saying whoever came up with it is is brilliant Mm -hmm. they took that word and they were like you know what this is what we're going to say about this word
1: and we seem to make assumptions about everything yes everything because it's the easy way It's the easy thing to do. Again, like we talked last week. Yeah. It's easy to take things personal. And and it's it's easy easy to to assume that.
0: Someone has ill intentions. Exactly. And you know what I told you when you said that? If they do have ill intentions, then so what? If you know who you are, if you're working on yourself, if you're building up that confidence, if you're trying to be the best human you can be. Then who the f cares what <laughs> they're trying to do and say about you or to you? You know, right? Um,
1: but the problem with making assumptions is we believe our assumptions. Assumptions are the truth. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. We make assumptions and then we believe that those assumptions are the truth. Whatever we assume, it has to be factual. Yeah. And that's the biggest problem with them.
0: Well, deep down, we care what people think. You know, we, we care. We want to be lovable humans. We want to be lovable people. and like so does. And so we start, you know, assuming people's intentions. You know, what they say to us, we're assuming, is there like an underlying, like...
1: Meaning behind it.
0: They said hello, but was that like hello?
1: But they didn't look at me when they said hello. Yeah.
0: So was it like hello? Like forced to like something as simple as that? People will take and be like, oh, they don't like me because they the way they said hello to me today.
1: (laughs) Exactly. And again, the second and third agreement are very intertwined Mm -hmm. because we make assumption about what others are doing or thinking. And we take it personally then we blame them how we react and we take the emotional poison with our word so let me repeat that so it says we make assumptions about what others are doing or thinking we take it personally then we blame them and, re, and we react by, re, by sending emotional poison with our word which is impeccable mm-hmm. And it's very powerful. That is why whenever we make assumption, we're asking for problems. Whenever we're making assumptions, we're asking for problems. We make an assumption. We misunderstand. We take it personally. We end up creating a whole big drama for nothing. Mm Mm-hmm. Every single time. Like you said, you assume, so you're making an ass
0: out of you and me. And it's funny. So we were talking about this earlier because you're a very studious man. So you had that book on that deck earlier today as the sun was shining down and you were studying, you're highlighting. And so I come and like, what you doing? I should have been doing the same thing, but I have you too read from the book, as I say, put it. But um, one thing that you said is, okay, we bring up your office as an example. Why? Because it's a small um, focus group. And that's what you know, because you're there every single day
1: yep. during the week,
0: and you're very connected to these, these employees. You said <laughs> there's so much assumption in that practice. And not not just like daily. You said hourly, hourly. <laughs> every hour. Every someone's hour assuming something, an assumption.
1: and the assumption is never anything positive.
0: Yes. If yes. something,
1: if someone does something, the assumption is they did that with ill intent. Exactly. Not oh my goodness, they were thinking about me. I'm glad that they were thinking about trying to make my day easier. Yeah, no. The assumption is this person said something. And most of the time, it's never about that person. Yeah. But they may say something in general, and the assumption is it's about them.
0: Exactly.
1: They've done the, they've done the opposite of the second agreement that we talked about last it's not week. Not
0: taking things personally. They took it personal. Uh huh.
1: And then what do you do after you take it personal? You assume. Yeah. You assume that that person had ill intent.
0: I feel like this is um, very close to your heart. Agreement number three.
1: (laughs) Oh my goodness. Because I deal with that every Every day, day.
0: every single day, every hour. And the thing with assuming, it would be great if you're like, okay, they said something. Yeah, I assumed it. Now let's sit down and talk about it. Mm. Like adults. No. And let's talk about it. You know, I assumed that you said this and you meant that.
1: So what did you mean by that? Yeah, no. Now that makes too much
0: sense. It it makes a lot of sense for it to go down like that. that. So what happens? They assume. I start chatting with this other person. I don't talk to the person directly that made the offensive remarks. I go to this person and... So-and-so did, oh my gosh, let me tell you what she said, and I think, chillier. and boop, boop, boop.
1: You want another person on your team.
0: Yes. So then we get angry, and we start bashing the person behind their backs to other people. We don't want to talk about it.
1: Not face-to-face. Not
0: face-to-face, no. Not with that person directly.
1: Did you know what that takes? It takes maturity. It takes maturity. Like oh, we talked about, cojones, oh, oh, cojones. Oh, but like we talked about, because remember we were talking earlier, and I said, well, you know, it takes a lot of maturity. And I think you were
0: assuming. Yeah, I stopped you and I said, no, it has nothing to do with age. But you said maturity, which has nothing to do with age. It has nothing because I'm like I know a lot of older people that aren't mature and assume and assume all still. The time so, and as, take so how do we get to this maturity? State. Let me tell you. Okay. The
1: reason that we assume because we're afraid to ask for clarification. We're afraid to ask why.
0: Why do you think that is? Why are we afraid?
1: You know why? We make assumptions because we believe we're right. Yeah. With our assumptions.
0: I don't need problem. clarification because I already know. No.
1: We think we're right. Yeah. Then we defend our assumptions. We try to make someone else wrong. It's, but you know what? It's always better to ask questions than to make an assumption, because again, assumptions also set us up for suffering, because we're the only ones that's going to suffer from that assumption, unless you know, like you said, we you know we build a, a consensus from other people that are going to be on our side. Um, but that's the problem: we only see what we want to see, and we only hear what we want to hear. We don't perceive things the way that they are. We have a habit of basically, as the book says, dreaming with no basis of reality. So when someone says something or does something, our assumption is going to be based on our own reality. And we assume our own reality is correct. We assume assume that our own point of view is the truth. Mm -hmm. But all it is is a point of view. All it is is an opinion. It is not the truth until you ask and get clarification. Yeah. But most people don't want to get clarification.
0: Well, I think they feel like it's conflict. Like right. they don't want to get caught up in there this quote go. unquote conflict. There if I ask this person, like it's considered like this messy. Con- it doesn't have to be messy. Never. And. Going back to what I said last week, um, when we were talking about taking things personally, assumption was one of those things that, you know, once my dad passed, I was like, I need to overcome this. I assume too much and I don't ask the questions and I get but heard about it. And you know what I used to do? And I, and I kind of still do it a little bit. Instead of confronting that person, I would have the argument in my brain. <laughs> And That's I so would and, and and they would say this and I would say that and oh my gosh and, da, da, da. and then for a moment I feel good, like yes. Yes,
1: because what you said was so relevant it was so profound, yeah. It. So, it so, oh, so intellectual. <laughs> and
0: then and then I'm like, no, I'm pissed because it's still within me, it's still inside me. The poison is still there. Mm-hmm. And then I argue again the next mm-hmm. day, and I'm arguing. So I can't be the only one. I have I've had a lot of arguments in my head. Exactly. So many times. Most people do. And it does n- it no good. No it's good. easier
1: than to, because again, like you said, they think asking for clarification or asking why or tell me more about what you did or why you said this is a confrontation. It's a fight. Yeah. And it's not. It doesn't have to be. Yeah, It's not. Mm-hmm. It's actually, um it's actually the opposite. You know, it's not. You're uh, bringing that energy down Mm -hmm. when you start asking questions, because most people, when someone says something that you don't like or you're assuming that they have ill intent, if you ask the question, then that person has to think about what they just said. Yeah. And then they have to actually tell you what they were thinking, tell you what they heard. And a lot of times because it comes down to communication, what they heard or what they thought you said or thought you did
0: it has was, nothing to do with it. Yeah, it wasn't, that really, was, wasn't yeah. really it. And and the other thing that I have seen and also in your practice um, as an example, they're all lovely women, but it's just the example that we see on, on a daily. There are some people that are okay with quote unquote that conflict. They're very direct. They know what they want. They want to have this discussion and those people are considered aggressive. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I'm afraid of her. Like, I can't. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe she's... Because most women... Let's talk... Because this is a woman-based podcast. We do have the fellows. However, as women, we're not taught to be assertive. Assertive is equals um, rude, equals mean, aggressive. equals not ladylike. And I've found, as I've gotten more mature... That, no, I appreciate those women, especially the ones that are not coming from an aggressive, like, that they're really their intentions are pure Mm because there are people that are direct that do want to come up with a resolution. Mm -hmm. And I find that 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 they are looked upon poorly because they're expressing themselves. And that is not normal and then like in your practice you have different cultures and different ethnicities which means different backgrounds and different upbringings and there's different cultures that women aren't taught to express themselves. They're be they're taught to be submissive. It's
1: like
0: how dare they?
1: They've been aggressive. They're yeah. And you it mean, doesn't
0: necessarily mean that it just no. means that they are they grew up or they've learned to express themselves. Exactly. And how dare you express yourself because as ladies, we don't do that? Right. And that's all BS. You know, you can speak your mind in a very confident way and it's still and but the thing is like women aren't really that's not how we're made up. We're not made up to express ourselves fully right? in a way that we're going to be heard, right. in a way that we're going to be respected. And I think that's where with women, I don't know with men, but with women, mm-hmm. that's where there's a lot of assumption because we are very highly aware of what people say to us. Mm-hmm. I don't like to use the word sensitive, but we're very highly, you know, in tune with how we are perceived, Mm -hmm. how we perceive others. And so we're always on high alert, always on high alert. True. And if you weren't taught to ask questions to, Hey, let's talk about this. Mm -hmm. Then it's like you internalize all those things. And it's not good for any of us. No, it's no good.
1: (laughs) Cause making assumptions in our relationships is really asking for problems. It is. You're asking for problems. Cause often we make assumptions that, that, our friends, our partners know what we think and what, and that we don't have to say what we want. So they know what we think. That's our assumption.
0: I've learned that the hard way. And we don't have you. to say what we want. Yes.
1: That hit home. That hits home. It? it hurt.
0: It hurt me. No, it didn't hurt me. It hurt me at the time. I didn't. <laughs> yes, it hit home. I assumed a lot. A lot with you. <laughs> and so I learned. And now I I just express, don't I? You do, man. You unleashed the beast, Philip. Unleashed Unleashed the the beast. Oh, the dragon. The dragon. Oh, a fiery dragon.
1: But you Uh, have to ask questions. You can't assume that that person can read your mind. You can't assume that that person knows how you're feeling. Because they're not in your head. That I don't care how close that person is to you. Yeah. Just say it. Just verbalize it. Just communicate. Hey, this is how I feel. This is what I want. This is what I need. Can you help me with this?
0: The thing is, say you're that mature person, right? right. That I come to you with this. Right. Then you're assuming that the other person that you're bringing this to is as mature <laughs> as you are. You know? So you bring this to that person and they don't pick it the right way. Right. What do we do with that?
1: You pray for them. No, I'm not saying. <laughs> um, it's a process.
0: You know what I'm saying? It's a process. Like you're assuming again. that both people, are, server, both people yeah. are mature. Yeah. And that's not. And a case. lot of
1: times. It's not. That's not. Yeah. The answer. Sometimes you have to bring in a third party. To help with that process, which
0: is normally you, doctor, doctor Tally.
1: But now I have an awesome office manager, so I don't have to do that as much. However, um, the thing is, and that's a good point, Leonette. When you have two different levels of maturity, and one person is asking for clarification, and the other person. Doesn't work. Is want it to receiving make, it? And they feel like, oh my goodness, I'm being they're attacked. Me. They're attacking me How now. Tear you out. Defend myself. Yes. <laughs> oh my goodness. So you have to talk them off the ledge. You have to walk them through it. Yeah. You have to point out that this is why this person is asking this question. Yeah. This is why this person needs clarification. Because most people again assume the worst. 99.9% of people assume it's something negative,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but 99.9% you're wrong because you think everything that you're assuming is the truth. So you have to step back and just ask questions. I mean, that's like anything in this book. It talks about, that's why we have problems with everything that's happening in the world. I mean, that comes back to racism. Yeah. Racism is just ignorance and ignorance is not knowing
0: Yeah.
1: because you do you, the reason you do not know is because you fail to ask yeah. and not just ask, because there's another thing about that. You can ask for clarification and ask the why, but it's how you do it. And it's your intention in doing it, because you may be asking questions to defend your assumption.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You may be asking questions to
0: so you go can the so emotions. you can be like aha, I got you. Yeah, yeah go like a, Yeah, to yeah, ask. yeah.
1: Because then you're not really because communication is not about what you say; it's how no. you listen. Yes. Because if you, the key to communication. So if you're sitting there asking questions, one clarification, and then the main thing that you're trying to, you're not even listening to the answer. Mm-hmm. Then you're wasting the time. Mm-hmm. But if People actually talk to other people that aren't like them, that don't have the same background as they do, and you actually ask questions to actually know, to get another point of view, you'll have less ignorance in the world. Yeah. Because racism is ignorance. Because people are assuming you are a certain way based on the way you look, based on your skin color, all of those things. But If you're truly asking for clarification and wanting to listen to that other person's point of view, then that's where you can get agreement. Yeah. But again, it is not easy. We talked about this again. This third agreement is not an easy thing to do Mm -hmm. because our first initial thing is to assume.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And you know i've always it's it's frustrating as you're you know if you're wanting to grow as a person and you ask me you ask me why why grow why change why not stay the same and for me personally you just know in your spirit that something's just off that something's not right that i can do things better i can react differently i can respond differently um you know I end up in arguments with people because I want to be heard or I don't express myself in that moment. So I let it build and let it build and let it build and let it build until I explode. And then I look like the crazy person. I was tired of that. You know, I was like, once you get to a point where you're just tired, like this is just not working. This is just not fun. This is not way the way life should be. This is not what um, God intended for us. When you get to that point, it's like, okay, let's do something differently. And so you read the books and you listen to the podcasts and you pray and you do all the things to, to get that wisdom and get that, um, enlightenment. Mm-hmm. And for the, for the longest, I'm like, well, I'm bettering myself. And these people aren't like, how frustrating is that, that I have to be the quote unquote bigger person or I, you know, I see things differently, but they don't. Mm-hmm. I've learned in the past, I would say year of doing this podcast and talking to people and realizing like, that's not my problem, you know, like I need to continue to be who I am and, and come to the table with the best maturity that I, you know, with the tools that I have, because I don't have all the tools, but I have more tools now that I did before than I did two years ago, three years ago, four years ago, definitely 10 years ago. You know, I have way more tools in my, in my maturity belt. Right. And so instead of thinking, Oh, why do I have to be the bigger person? And um, if that person doesn't react to you in the way that you think they should, because you've come with like, with love and good intentions that's not your problem no. like be proud of the person that you're becoming right. be proud of the tools that have been how given to you to react you.
1: to that situation yeah. because a year ago or you, a few yeah, months ago, you may react, period, yeah you not have yeah you reacted differently and it's funny you say tools because you know the saying they say you know if you only have a hammer mm-hmm. everything you approach has a, is a nail yeah. so then you're always it's, just hammering that person with Something mm-hmm. you know, like we all, like we talked about, you know, when we talk about Christians, mm-hmm. and we say, "Well, how can you convert people? How can you be in a better light as a Christian?" You can't beat people over the, bo- the head with the Bible, yeah, or condemn them for who they are, thinking that that's going to convert them,
0: yeah.
1: You just have to show love, yeah. But if the only thing you know. Is to beat them over the head with the Bible, then that's what you're going to do. Mm -hmm. And you're not going to get a good response from that. And then you know what? Then you're the typical mad Christian about, you know,
0: everyone's going to hell. Yeah. 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 That, that persona. Yeah. And, and so I've, I've gotten some clarity and some perspective on, on that where we're reading these books, we're talking about it and we're growing and we're learning. And some people may never some people will die too. with their with their anger and their sadness and their um you know whatever they have within them that doesn't let them have this fulfilling life on this earth for whatever reason right. they felt like they were they didn't need to change true um we pray for them we Um, don't take things personally. We see them for who they are. We can still love them through it for those who are wishing to still love these people through it. um, Because a lot of the times these are family members. These are people that are, you know, close to us that we grew up with and we feel like they still need to be a part of our lives. You know, now if it's going to be extremely toxic or abusive, then I can understand cutting off ties. But for those that you want to still keep them around, um, I've learned that I can't Be like this. I was feeling like I was like riding on my high horse. Like, look at me growing, (laughs) and look at you peasants not growing, and then getting mad for it. Like, why do I have to be the one? And what? And I think I've said this on you know earlier podcasts. I have grown so much from podcast one to to now so much with having these conversations with people reading, you know, having conversations on the podcast and outside of it, it's been wonderful. And I I'm thankful that I've have had some insight and that I've grown as a person. And, you know, when I'm assuming something, um, this happened recently with a friend. I, I had an assumption about some things that happened. Mm-hmm. I called, we chatted.
1: You got clarification. I got
0: clarification. And I was like, okay, I could have been like, oh, and I did for a minute, but I had I had to step back. I had to be like, no, this is not that person. I'm in my head about this. Let's go to the source. Exactly. Let's figure this out. Let's hear from that person. And it turned out to be Um, a great conversation and
1: And you're in a better place yeah like in in
0: the past I would have been like bump that this is not a friend you know and because you assumed yes and it works when you talk to that person and then you know thankfully I've surrounded myself with people that are on the same journey as me as far as like they're growing they're reading they're changing they're evolving Um, they're always wanting to read like they're always wanting more Um, They want
1: to be better. Fruit,
0: yeah, fruit for, for the soul. And so it's been nice to be able to have conversations with mature people. Right. When you don't see eye to eye, it's wonderful.
1: That's so true.
0: So wonderful. But when you don't have those people that you can come to the table with and they don't really respond the same way, you do your best, I guess. And I think it's worked for you in your practice where you've come... To the table, and also you're the boss. So I don't know if that makes a difference, but you know, like you come to the table with questions and trying to clarify and trying to get car- clarification, and you also clarifying for them what you meant as an and example it always turns out great,
1: right? I mean, because <laughs> the key is if others not the key, but this is something I, I got from the book if others tell us something, we make assumptions, and if they don't tell us something we make assumptions to fulfill our need to know and to replace the need to communicate or ask for clarification. So if others tell us something, we make assumptions. And if they don't tell us something that we want to hear, we make assumptions to fulfill our need to know and replace the need to communicate.
0: So what yeah. does that mean?
1: Because, well, it means that... Instead of communicating and asking questions, it's easier to assume what that person is thinking or feeling. If if we don't hear something that makes sense to us, that the next thing that we do is just assume we kind of fill in the gap
0: mm-hmm.
1: instead of asking for clarification or asking for why we just fill in the gap and we fill in the gap with an assumption. Mm -hmm. And in doing that, even if we hear something we don't understand, we make assumptions about what it means and then believe the assumptions. We make all sorts of assumptions because we don't have the courage to ask questions. I mean, that's what we've been talking about. Mm -hmm. And it takes courage to ask those questions because, like you said, we think asking questions is confrontational. But it's just a question. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: It's a a question to better understand why that person did or said something versus assuming that whatever they did or said is with ill intent. It's to get you. It's to um, make you look bad it's to hurt you, it's to make you feel sad and you know it's it's never anything like we always say it's never anything positive but all, all we have to do is ask questions, all we have to do is communicate um, but that's not our first um, that's not our first instinct and not only do we make assumptions we're somewhere right
0: mm-hmm.
1: we're somewhere right about whatever that point is and we'll even destroy relationships in order to defend our position,
0: mm-hmm.
1: which is so true. People do it all the time.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, people do that in governments. We make assumptions that everyone sees life the way we do.
0: Yeah.
1: And that's so, so, so selfish. Yeah. And so, so narrow minded. We assume everyone sees the things the way we do, we assume that others think the way we think feel the way we feel, judge the way we judge. And this is the biggest assumption that humans make. Because if someone is not thinking the way we think, see things the way we see it, or hear things the way we hear it, then the assumption is they're wrong. It's not the assumption that we're wrong. And a lot of times it's a little bit of both. You know, I was going to say, wrong.
0: maybe they are wrong, Philip. They may be wrong. <laughs> maybe they are, and we need to let them know.
1: But sometimes, if you ask the question, maybe you can figure out that they are wrong. <laughs> That's true. You know, and maybe they'll figure out that they're wrong <laughs> if you ask questions and right. not just tell them, "No, you're wrong." Yeah, you're wrong. You're just dumb. You, you don't get it. You're you're not mature enough to get this. Yeah. You can't think the way that I think. Mm-hmm. Um, That's that. That'll never turn out well for anyone.
0: Yeah.
1: Assuming. Um, But again, um, it's hard. It's hard. I mean, I do it. Everyone does it. You always assume. Yeah. Until you actually want to put some work into it.
0: I just think with everything that we've talked about, with all the, you know, the three uh, agreements that we've talked about and just. With with life in general, all, all the insecurities stem from self, stem from within. Um, there's a piece of us that, like I said in last week's podcast, that's not quite whole, or that we feel that's missing, or we're telling ourselves that same thing that that person's telling us. If they're saying, you know, something that we're insecure about, you're ugly. And we already feel we're ugly. It's like we're piling on ourselves with that. It's like, oh, see, they confirmed. You know, so a lot of assumptions come from an insecure place. But if you know who you are and you know what you believe, you know what you're not, you know what you are. I feel like a lot of these things are easier to handle and to not saying that's going to be perfect not saying because the fourth one will you'll see it's like you're trying your best like just do your best and we'll talk about that or we can talk about it now because it's a very short chapter but as long as we're trying um our best but i feel like everything everything that we talk about it goes back to who we are internally what we believe about ourselves what we say to ourselves If it's all negative, then you're going to assume like the whole world is negative and everything that's coming at you is negative. And oh my gosh, look at all these things that are happening to me. And look at all, and look at this and look at that. Mm -hmm. Instead of stopping to think, okay, what can I do differently? How can I grow? How can I build up this confidence? How can I um, give myself, um, you know, grace and affirmations? It has to start from somewhere. And I think if you're tired enough of feeling the way you do, then that's the perfect place to start. It really is. And um you're not going to take things personally. You're not going to assume. You're going to be okay with asking the questions. You're going to be okay with wanting clarification. You're going to be okay with someone not receiving it well. You're going to be you're going to be okay with all these things cuz you're okay with who you are. You know right. what I'm saying? If you and truly are. If you're just
1: people that are think
0: they are and they're think not. That they're, yes. And that's
1: why they assume that they're right. Yeah. Because you have that I'm, I'm just thinking about um, people in my life that assume that they're right. Yeah. So you can feel very confident in yeah. yourself and thinking that, okay, I'm right. Yeah. So my assumptions have to be right. But I think the, the next step in growth, the only way you're going to know that you're right Is if you ask for clarification and ask questions, Mm -hmm. because if you only assume that you're right and the other person is wrong, are you filling the gaps of what you're thinking without clarification or without asking questions? You really haven't grown. You're really not where you think you are. Of course. As a person, because you will assume that everything that you think Again, like I said last week, it's just a point of view.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's just a point of view. Your point of view is not the truth until you get clarification or you ask questions. But, you know, it,
0: it's and, it's and sometimes pro- it, not, it may not be like, oh, I'm right, you're wrong. It, it may not even get to that point. It shouldn't even get to that point in certain instances true um of course you know we feel like in certain topics and certain things that we talk about there's a right and there's a wrong mm-hmm. however there's a lot of times where it's just it's like yeah like we're just there's a lot of we're just areas. trying to see where that other person is coming from and you may not ever agree disagree
1: to disagree
0: yeah but it, it sometimes it may not even be right or wrong it's just this is how you think this is how i think this is how i perceive things this is how you perceive things and that's it you know um i think what happens as humans like there's like this black or white thing where it's like I'm right, you're wrong and you know like there there has to be a it's winner and there has to be a loser. it can't be like and in between oh my gosh, that's irritating right sometimes there is an in between and it should be okay that way
1: Well, again it comes back to ignorance yeah because if you don't gather more facts about a particular situation, Then you are assuming, you know, maybe perhaps you need to know a little bit more about what that particular topic is or delve into why that person feels that way.
0: Yeah. And that goes back to I think a lot of times, especially in the workplace, you may not talk about personal issues. You're just kind of going day to day trying to do your job. You go home. You don't really talk. So. I feel like sometimes it's good to bond a little bit. You know, we're talking about work, but it also goes with friendships and family. True. Like really sitting down with that person and knowing where they they come Coming from. from. No knowing their story. Their upbringing, where they're from, like their siblings, you know, how they perceived um, their childhood, how, you know, their relationships were with their parents. If you really sit down with people, sometimes you understand. Now, this is my motto, too. You can understand where that person is coming from. Mm-hmm. However, you don't have to be all in with that person because there's many times where I'm like, I get you. I understand your upbringing this, you know, like this is why you tick because of this happening to you. Right. Beautiful. Right. But if you're kind of just stuck, mm-hmm. not stuck, okay with being who you are, right? Wonderful. I'm not okay with being in your presence. How about that? Like, I'm not okay with being in your world right. or you being in mine. Right. I can love you from afar. You know, I can understand. I just don't have to be a part of that hoopla if you're not trying to grow or learn or come together as people.
1: Well, I think it's also and that. That's a perfect, perfect point of view, Leonette. You know, and that's that's.
0: You just think everything about me is perfect, don't you?
1: Most things, yes, most things, <laughs> but. I think that the other thing to that is, I mean, when you were saying that this, like we were doing, um, a personality, uh, profiles, yes. you know, we call them a disc, mm-hmm. you know, and
0: D I S C D I S C I'm an S I so, for those who know the disc profile.
1: So with that, you understand why you tick and why you think the way you think the the whole purpose of the disc is to understand why other people think the way that they think and why they are what they are,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and you adapting to them. What we but do, but I don't
0: want to, Philip. I don't but want to adapt. What we want to do
1: <laughs> is say, "Hey, this is who I am." yeah adapt to me. You got to deal with me. <laughs> you know, I'm the person that.
0: It's like you're adapting to me and I'm adapting to you. Exactly. It's not a one-way street. Exactly. It's a two-way road. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah.
1: But the problem is that's not how we... Take it. We feel so good about, oh, that that's why I feel... That's
0: good. who I am. Oh, my that's gosh, they feel me. So
1: now I'm going to be more of me. <laughs> yeah, because that's who I am. And yeah. then the this profile, the Ds, the Is, and the Cs are the minority... In the population more people are s's so if you're a d i and c you don't work for most people mm-hmm. your personality doesn't work for most people so you can't be more of who you are
0: because you want to deal with people
1: mm-hmm. and the reality like, is you're a you high d people exactly you're a
0: high d you're very direct. You don't like to mince words. You don't like colorful fluff. Uh, fluff. You want straight to the deets and you are very straightforward. But you've had to learn to adapt because Beans you're, are. yeah, because you can come across as very just um, intimidating for some people that aren't used to directness or um, assertiveness. and Or a matter of fact. Yeah, or a matter, <laughs> matter of fact. So, yeah, so you've had to learn to you have Be a little to. bit more softer you with to. your approach, yes. with how you say things to certain people. Approach
1: that meet that person where they are mm-hmm. instead of trying to meet that person where you are. Because that doesn't work.
0: The beauty of it all though, we need all the D's and I's and S's and C's. You're we right. need all these personalities for things to function and, and 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 for things to happen. Right. Like if we didn't have D's, who's things going to get done. No. Who's leading us.
1: Things won't, decisions won't <laughs> get made, but, but the other thing, because, you know, we're talking and we're talking about, um, relationships and this is the thing that I liked about the book. Cause it talked about when you make assumptions in relationships and you assume when you're in a relationship with someone, you're going to change them. Hmm. I can change them. I'm going to assume that I can change that person. Because
0: they've never met anybody like me. Exactly. I will be the one to change that person. My love will
1: change this person, you know. But that's not true. Your love will not change anybody. If others change, it's because they want to change, not because you change them. And, I mean, we've both been in those relationships. yes. And, you know, again, we're talking about relationships. That's why we're on the day, too. Yes. Yes. Uh, You know, yes, we're talking about the book, but we're talking about relationships. And I can relate to that because in my first marriage, I thought I'm going to change this person. I like most things about them. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And the things that I don't like, I'm going to change.
0: You really thought that?
1: I I definitely did. You
0: were that confident that you're like, you know what? I was very confident. I'm a package I, look at this package that she has <laughs> she will change for me <laughs> exactly. you, really, you really thought that?
1: I thought that to my
0: core you're a confident to individual <laughs> <And> then, <laughs> to your core and then
1: I was, <laughs> and I was shooken to my core
0: were you shook? <laughs> <laughs>
1: yes I was dead wrong you can't change people do they, you like? They are. Would they you are. like
0: to talk about details? Because you're talking in generalizations, and I love details. I love a good story.
1: You love a good story, don't I you? I
0: do. Would you like to share with. I'll share a
1: little bit. Okay. I'll share a little bit. So it goes back to, and I think I mentioned this in another podcast. I'm very close with my youngest sister, Carolyn. So. Well,
0: she's older than you, but the youngest.
1: Youngest sister. sister. I thought I said youngest sister. Oh, okay. I didn't say my younger. Oh, Okay. The youngest sister. sister. All right. English
0: is not my first language. So sometimes I get a little confused. So,
1: um, man, I think I was in I was in college and we made a list, a soulmate list. And on that soulmate list. She had me star certain values on that list, or that were deal breakers. So when I met my first wife, I checked my list, and she had a lot of points on that list. But some other things in her that were my deal breakers, she wasn't on the same page. But I felt like my love and your, me, your guidance, I could change her.
0: How old were you anyways when you all got married? Oh my goodness.
1: In my twenties. Yeah. I just don't know. Me.
0: 20 year olds think they're so smart. Yes. <laughs> 20 yeah. year olds think they have it all so together.
1: <laughs> I've been around the world, I've been in the Navy. I know all kinds of things. I'm a
0: dentist. Gosh yes. damn it. I've yes. been through some things. <laughs> I've
1: been through some things. I've lived a life.
0: Yes, you have in your twenty-something year. So,
1: so ignorant. So One of the deal breakers was she had to be a Christian, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and she wasn't. But I felt that I could change her. I could let her see the light. Let me persuade her to be a Christian. Mm -hmm. Let me convince her that what she is doing is wrong and what I'm doing is right. Mm But the reality is that's just who she was. And that was a deal breaker. And she was never going to see my point of view. Or change because I wanted her to change. She would only change if she wanted to change. Yeah. And that's the assumption that I made is that love's going to conquer this. I'm going to conquer this. I'm going to convince her that Christianity is the way and whatever she's doing is just heathen. Mm -hmm. And she needs to do something different. And something different is what I believe. Mm -hmm. And that's the right way. Well, obviously, that didn't work.
0: (laughs) Yeah, unfortunately.
1: Um, But, you know, I think it's fortunate, obviously. Uh, But real love is accepting other people the way they are without trying to change them. Cause if you try to change them, this means you don't really like them.
0: Yeah. And when you think, so when the book says that, cause that's what the book says, correct? Correct. When what comes to mind for me are like, Hardcore values, exactly. You know, because you and I have had disagreements where, you know, it's sur- it's more surface stuff. Where okay, we can change that about us, like exactly. I can change how I that. Want to say certain things, but mm, so
1: your core
0: of who you are, your values, yeah.
1: your this is what who makes you, you tick are. as this a person. makes you who you yeah. are. Yeah, and if that person doesn't like that about you, mm-hmm. they're not meant for you. Yeah. I mean, you experienced that.
0: Yeah. When? Do you want to share? <laughs> are you pull, are you pulling an LT? Yeah. Listen. No, for me, I was, I was, eh. I think it's different because I knew, I think it's different because deep down I knew it was not um, the best relationship.
1: But he was trying to change you because he didn't like.
0: Who you no, were. he didn't like me at all. But I wasn't trying to change him per se.
1: No, no, no. But you experienced oh, it yeah, in yeah. the reverse. I
0: was the one trying to be changed. Exactly. I guess I wasn't. Like, listen, I can be sophisticated. I can be hella silly. I'm great. I have all these like personality traits that may not mesh uh, for some people because I can be serious when I need to be serious. I can put on the dress and wear the heels and You know, you and I just went to Orlando and we were surrounded by very, uh, it was a doc, uh, you know, a a dentist convention. Um, and you can feel, feel all the personalities, egos, money walking around, um, that resort. And it was fun. And I can, I can, I can interact with those people and I can go to Puerto Rico and go to this, you know, the streets that, you know, I was born in and lived in, um, which aren't, Every time, every time you're on this podcast, we hear beverages being poured. What are you drinking? I am. I was drinking. having a profound moment. No, just keep keep with your moment. What? No, I'm, what I'm, I'm no, no, no. You distracted me already. Now I need to know what you're drinking. What is that?
1: I'm drinking a blend.
0: A blend of.
1: It's, it's blends.
0: Oh, it's called blends.
1: Blanton's.
0: Oh, Blanton's. I thought you said a blend.
1: Blanton's whiskey.
0: Oh, it's a a wiki. It's a a wiki. So I can can hang with all the peeps, but there's certain people like you're trying to, you know, you want me to talk about my baby daddy, which that was a term way long ago. I don't consider him really anything right now. But um, yeah, he didn't like me just point blank you know what it was he saw the beauty he saw the surface but once he got in he was like he didn't no, like no. you no and I'm like I'm, I'm, I'm just multifaceted and you know he couldn't hang with all of this so that's how I see it that's true that's how I see it and um,
1: so you were saying why be with something so with someone you're not the way you're not the way he or she wants you to be why yeah That's what you, I mean, that's basically what you decided. If this person doesn't like me, or I'm not who they want me to be. I
0: had a baby.
1: Why be with them?
0: And I was 21, so I didn't know nothing back then. So I have.
1: I think indirectly, though, you were thinking that. Until you met, you know, yourself.
0: I, I was thinking, no, I knew it wasn't right. Everyone told me it wasn't right. I knew deep down it wasn't right, but it's like I have this baby and I had this ideology of, well, I got to be with him (laughs) because we have this child together, you know? It's like some of us are taught that way and so we got to make it work. But no, gosh, no. Like I I knew it wasn't going to happen. It was miserable the whole time. Not going to lie. So, yeah, he, he didn't like me. He didn't think I was funny. And I'm hilarious. Maybe he just doesn't have a sense of humor. Like, what's, Maybe he just doesn't know what funny is. And you, so, and you know what? Some people some people just don't know how to be, how to laugh That's and it. know what funny is. And we, we will pray. We will pray for those people <laughs> because I'm freaking hilarious. People tell me that all the time. And there you go. You so good. I don't take it personally, Philip. Back to agreement number two. I don't, I didn't. I took it a little personally at the time, but now that looking back.
1: And you just said you didn't make assumptions to think that y'all were going to be together.
0: Oh, no, I knew that wasn't going to happen. And if it did, I knew it wasn't going to last. Right. Deep down. I I think we all know deep down.
1: When it's not right.
0: Yeah. I've I've asked people, you know, that have been in marriages or relationships that didn't work. Mm -hmm. And every single person... Every single one, without fail, have said there were signs in the very beginning.
1: Red flags.
0: Red flags, signs that they ignored. Right. I haven't come across anyone that didn't have those signs in the very beginning. Right. Period. Right. Like way before they got married. Right. And so.
1: But you know what? There's something they go it into
0: is. it anyway. <laughs> I'm gonna change that person. Yeah. Because
1: they're gonna change for me because yeah. they love me. Yeah. Because they're gonna be that other person.
0: I would like to get your ex-wife on here and see how she perceives this whole this whole um, marriage that you guys had. And if she came into it the same way, that thinking would be
1: fascinating.
0: she could change you in some way, that would be really good.
1: No, I, I don't think she wanted to change me.
0: No, you were perfect in her eyes.
1: <laughs> no, I'm not saying that either. I think she was just okay. She was okay. Really? You didn't have any... Expectations. Because I always love to hear the other side. Really? Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Just can't make assumptions. Yeah. Because, again, like we said, if you do, it's never going to come out. It's never going to go out well. Someone's going to suffer. And nine times out of ten, it's going to be you. Mm -hmm. You and the other person is probably not going to assume. You know, it's not going to suffer from it. It's like the saying that says, you can't drink poison thinking it's going to hurt the other person.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. I mean, that's insanity.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, it's you having all these negative thoughts, all these assumptions, thinking that that's going to hurt that other person or make that other person change or see your point of view. You're the only one that's suffering from that poison. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: You're drinking the poison, looking at the other person, hoping that it's going to get them sick. It's not going to happen.
0: Yeah. So... Well, listen, all I got to say is I am glad that you and I are on the same page of growing and learning and healing and communicating and not assuming and not taking things personally. And I feel like we've done it in a way, not saying that it's always been rosy, because it has not. I've I've shed a lot of tears. You've done a lot of, I'm walking away, in. I'm walking away, I'm leaving. Where are you going, Philip? Where are you going? 11 o'clock at night. There's nowhere to go. Fine. And then you turn around and come back. So I'm just glad that we're at a point where we can laugh about it. True. Um, we still get into the arguments, but as far as like the deep
1: Core. Uh, core
0: of who we are. Right. We've It's always been there, but we just had to kind of, you know, talk about certain things, tweak th- certain things. But I think at the bottom of all of it, at the core of all of it, is that you've come from a place of love and I've come up from a place of love. It hasn't always come out in that Way. manner. But when we sat back and, and looked at it, it's like, okay, this person is not trying to harm me. Right. This person is here to work with me. Right. And man, it's worked for us as far as like these agreements. And it's great to be able to take it from, you know, the marriage to other relationships, to friendships, to family relationships. Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. because it does, because it does work once you realize that person is a safe person for you. And I think for the people that aren't quite there yet, it's just Mm -hmm. consistency. Show them that consistent love. And if you're wanting to make it work, you know, cause sometimes I'm just tired and I don't give a shit and I don't, I don't know. It is what it is, you know, but there's certain relationships that you want to make it work and just show up for that person. And hopefully they'll catch on like, wow, this person is still here for me. I've said this, I've done that and bam, they're still here. And so if you're wanting to make it work with whoever, it could be any relationship I think consistency is key and I feel like with you I've come with a ton of baggage and a lot of insecurities and with every conversation I'm like oh he didn't he didn't give up or he didn't turn away or he didn't want to divorce me or he didn't want to you know what I'm saying with every right. little step I'm like okay like this is a safe space
1: right
0: It's like they like I think they like to say that in the psychology worlds or therapist world it's like safe space and with every conflict and every conversation, I'm like, okay, now I can fully express myself right. without fear of something. And yeah, it's always been painful. It hasn't been like, oh, I've said it and you took it in a right. way where, yeah, it's like, no, you were offended at certain times. But right. if every relationship can just.
1: Well, you have to go yeah. through the pain, though. To yes. Grow.
0: And most people don't want to that. be
1: uncomfortable yeah. to grow. Mm hmm. You're not going to grow being complacent and comfortable. You're going to grow when you're uncomfortable. Yeah. Because you don't want to stay where you are. Um, But one huge um, take from this, in order to avoid assumptions, is to ask questions. You have to ask the question.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And you have to get clarification. Because otherwise... You're going to continue to assume, and you have to make sure the communication is clear. Like you just said, we went through um, difficult times, mm-hmm. but we communicated. You know, we loved each other through it. We had love for each other. We had respect for each other, and through it all, we knew that it was from a place of love. Mm-hmm. Whether we wanted to hear it or not was a different, you know, story at the time, but we were consistent in our communication, consistent in how we loved each other.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And that, that means a lot. It does. It means a whole lot.
0: oh. Oh, and going back to your list before we end this, because I think we're finishing, going back to your soulmate list. I wonder
1: what you're going to ask.
0: How many boxes did I tick off?
1: You ticked off all the boxes except one.
0: Except one. And that was, you didn't want a woman with children. With a baby. Well, for those out there looking for love and... You Know sometimes you have to bend a little bit because it wasn't a deal breaker because no. you could. Oh, it wasn't the uh, it, it wasn't, wasn't starred. a starred, it was a it preference. Wasn't
1: it wasn't a deal breaker, but it wasn't a preference. But like you said,
0: I mean, di- man, you had height on there, you have I had everything, like on there. everything.
1: I mean, Carolyn was very thorough. If you know Carolyn, she's gonna be very thorough. So
0: what, when I read it, I, I was like, oh, the- Chet, that's me, Ooh, man, I'm like, for some. <laughs> Listen, for someone who was insecure, I was quite confident back in the day still, you know. I think confidence was, like, really, like, deep inside of who I am. Because I was like, oh, yeah, that's me. Oh, yeah, that. Oh, that's me. (laughs) I was like, did you realize I'm all these things? I'm all that? Except for the one? And you're like, yep.
1: That's true.
0: Oh, man. In all my
1: failed relationships, I did not look at that list. Yeah. But... Yes, you checked everything on the box. I
0: just wanted to clarify that. You want to make sure that everyone everyone knows that I clicked when he finally paid attention to the list. I checked everything on that box on the list. You're welcome. (laughs) God is good. You're welcome. All right, my love. Thank you so much. We have one more agreement. One more agreement. So check back next week for that fourth agreement. And hopefully we'll have other stories that we want to share. And I'm impressed because normally you're like a a vault. You only share in generalizations. But thank you for sharing in a little bit of detail.
1: Trying to grow.
0: Yes. Because this podcast about details is like pouring your heart out onto the table so that people can see the vulnerability within you. Okay. Thank you again. Thank you. I'll see you next week. All right. Well, thanks again. Have a wonderful week. Bye. I will leave you all with something that my lovely sister-in-law, Carolyn, shared with me. If God has pruned people and things from your life, let him. Do not continue to chase that which he has removed. These people and things were interrupting his plans for your life. Thank you so much for listening to Virago 24-7. you haven't done so already, go ahead and hit that subscribe button and please give us five star ratings. Also, don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Virago 24 underscore seven and on Facebook at Virago 24 slash seven and just connect with us and share your story. We'd love to hear from you.